Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Yeah. We are here. We are family. Are we recording? Yep. Hey, 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 hey. The ghetto. <laughs> I'm in the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on? How's everybody's new year been? What are we, 13 days in? Cool, child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn near halfway like through the month. Longer. Girl, I feel like it's been six days for me. I don't know what it feel like for me. Mine, <laughs> mine, if it don't feel no different than last year, honestly. Mine actually does. I've, I don't feel like I got to restart. I don't mind. Okay, so I'm never like the cliche restart type, but I actually have been practicing a lot going into 2020 already. Like at the end of 2019, I was practicing a lot of like self-care, self-help things. So I actually feel really good and really different this year. And I'm going to be 20 fine. Hey. So this year about Okay, can crazy. you plan our trip? Because at yes, this I point, am. I just got to figure out where I want to go. My birthday's ruined. So I'm not going to be able to take a big trip for my 30th. So the plan is, because remember my friend's wedding. Is yeah. The, oh, that's right. It's the weekend of my birthday. So I'm going to go there. Yeah. And stay the weekend there and then I wanna have um a dinner, but it's hard planning those things. Well, I'll help you with the dinner. I'll help you with that. So but I'm gonna decide I need you to plan a big trip. Okay, out I the need country. help. I need help. I'm gonna plan like by like May. And it's open invite, except never mind, I was gonna say except for everybody listening, but that's not true. <laughs> I have to approve who goes, but long story short, like yeah. I want y'all to come. Cause I don't wanna but, plan like, ooh, let me go out the country in June and then July for it. Right. So Yeah, I'm gonna plan it. I I wanna buy everything by like May. Yeah. So yeah, my twenty twenty is going straight Let's though. Do you the know? Damn I'm, thing. I'm ready to be. I mean, I'm, I'm about to be twenty five. Like, shouty on her <laughs> sheet. Like, I have to do something though. Like, it's my thirtieth. Like, That's I need I, to yeah. do something. It's okay. We gonna celebrate together because a lot of people that are going, their birthdays run into like right behind mine. So like Sally, um, Maya. I want like my my boys to go too, and like they their birthdays are all like so we all can do like a big ass like kick it. It's yeah. everybody's birthday on this bitch. Okay. And we all hitting milestones on this bitch. Okay. So, yeah, we, I'm going to get it popping. Okay. We got it. My passport should be here by now. I'm fucking Girl, waiting. I got my passport last year because I was supposed to go to Puerto Rico and it got ruined. So, anyways, we straight. All right. Do you guys have any shout outs? I do have a shout out. Um, <clears throat> I hosted a vision board party. Over the weekend, shout out to Tribute 614. Um, But the location, I wanted to shout out the location where we did it, which is Urban Accelerator X. Uh, Their address is 818 North Rose Avenue, Columbus, Ohio. Um, If you guys aren't familiar with accelerator programs, it basically um, allows for creatives to come and get the knowledge that they need to start businesses. Um, They also fund startup companies and it's geared towards young black professionals. Hmm. Um, Shout out to Lolo. Um, She's a partner there. They are opening, their grand opening is MLK Day. So next Monday, they're doing some things there all day. If you guys want to go check it out. Mondays are my off days. Yeah, different business workshops. All kinds of nice things. There's yeah. really nice venue, really nice people. So send the link. <clears throat> I will post them when I'm back on social media. 
Big bet. <laughs> and as always, make sure you check out Higher Hookah Lounge. Um, their Instagram is at H-Y-E-R Hookah. And the address is 1020 North 4th Street. And it's a BYOB Hookah Lounge. So check them out. It's Big Lit. Bring your seven daughters Moscato and get lit with your girls. Talk about all y'all not shit we niggas do and that friends. One day. Yeah. Go up there. Yeah. Talk about your goals, your aspirations, what the fuck you got going on. All right. So make sure you follow us on social media. Our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Our Twitter is Take Control Pod. Our Facebook group is Take Control Podcast. And our email is Take Control Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. All right. So we're going to start these um, topics off real, real light. The first random question says, would you rather call or text your most recent ex or draw 25 cards in Uno? Um, I would definitely call or text my recent ex because I'm. it depends on like the context y'all are saying. If y'all are saying like so y'all can make some sketchy ass comments, no. But I'm friends with all my exes because for me, like I wouldn't date you if, if I don't see a friend in you and like if we can't be cool type of thing. Like I like you enough as a person to date you. Mm-hmm. So like if it was just a hey, how you doing? They would think nothing of it. But like if it was like a hey, you trying to get butt naked, nasty or not, I'm drawing 25. <laughs> so it, it's situational for me. If it's just a what's good, bro? How you being? I'm gonna hit you up. But if it's not, bet I be sitting there with 25 cars salty as fuck. Mm. We talking like XX or Meaning. situation or this is most recent X, so I'm thinking both XX. <clears throat> I'll draw twenty five. <laughs> I'm gonna go with like Kim said. It just depends on what I have to say. If it's on some touch my body shit, I'm drawing twenty five. Draw twenty five. But yep. if it's just a text, I'm gonna go with text because I gotta talk to this nigga anyways because we got kids. Yeah. So. If I can dial the number and hang up. <laughs> nah, you, nah. You, well, so you wouldn't counts, send a text? Right? It's a text or oh, a call. Oh, it's a text or call? Yeah. And we doing text so you can't get out of it. Mm. Text or draw? I'll just draw 25. Okay. <laughs> Shit, I just want Uno then. So I can just play it. <laughs> All right, so we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. Um, Basically, like how you deal with the pressure of that people put on you for example like people trying to force a friendship or a relationship on you and you're kind of just like you know don't want anything to do with the person but I know for me it can be kind of stressful or draining to me when people are trying to force themselves on my life and I'm kind of just like I think for me I kind of talked about this the last show like if I'm honest with you and you know where I like I don't want a relationship or I'm not interested in a friendship or I don't have time for our friendship mm-hmm. and you're still taking that some type of way. That's when I'm literally just going to be like, all right, I'm just going to cut it off. Like no hard feelings, nothing like that. But I've been honest with you and you're still pressing mm-hmm. and it's bringing me down because you're making me feel some type of way. Like I'm not delivering enough when I already told you I'm not in that space to deliver. Right. So I would have to eventually cut them off for my, so, for my, but piece. my thing is some people you can be honest with them and they'll still come back later on down the line and be like, so blah, 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 That's blah. That's what I'm saying. Like, they gotta go you, like, yeah. you gotta cut communication period. Like, and it's for your own peace. It really is. Like you just gotta, for your mental and your peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Sorry to this man. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think you gotta cut him off. Um, Cause you're not about to force me to be your friend or, mm-hmm. Fuck no, baby. Be a girl or any of that, like, Mm-mm. right? I'm cool. 
All right. So that kind of leads into my next question, like kind of the same scenario. But for example, there is someone that I used to be close with. And every time I have a conversation with this person, they always bring up how like. Um. I didn't used to like a certain thing. And now that I do and they make it an issue every time I speak to them and it pisses me off because I'm kind of I keep explaining to them like I'm a different person than I used to be when we were cool. Yeah. Like I'm not the same person. I don't handle things the same way. And it kind of pisses me off because I feel like people don't understand that you can grow and you can change. Well, if somebody's holding that type of thing over you anyway and they're supposed to be close with you that person is not for you they're not meant to be in your life like if they don't want growth for you and don't want to accept that growth that you do have that person is not for your life it's not they're not meant to be in your life because you know i've told you like how proud i am of of your growth i'm not sitting here like ooh, remember when you used to did it like no like you're beyond that we know that you're beyond that like and we may make a joke and be like oh darielle what a da 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 but i'm not sitting here harping on what you would have done that person is not for you then i don't know if that stems from like a jealousy thing on their end or an insecurity on their end Mm -hmm. but that's they're not for you like if you just if you're just trying to bring me down and bring me back to that same space i don't need you around me i need you to be able to grow with me like what brandy said last show just keeps sticking with me like they may just be here for that season and if you can't grow with me bye that's what the word was yesterday in church like if you're not feeding my fruits i need you to get the fuck on that's just what it is we're not doing that sorry to this whoever the fuck (laughs) you should ask them why they ain't changed yeah like why are you still like why are you comfortable still doing the same thing like not knowing the full context of what it is but i would ask them like why are you so comfortable still being that person or doing x y and z Mm -hmm. You don't want to do anything different? Yeah, I kind of got to a point where, like, I just ignore it because I feel like it's a little bit of, like, a bitterness because Mm -hmm. they didn't get the version of me that they wanted. And now that they see I'm doing something different, they're kind of like, well, why weren't you like that with me? Why didn't you do that with me? And I'm just kind of like... Because I was in a different headspace and I'm allowed to be, like you're it's, it's not personal no it's and it's it's, it's not about that anyway <clears throat> like what's personal to me and what matters to me is my personal journey and is what i'm going through and if i have growth through that or a setback through that if you're not here to be you know supportive of either one get the fuck on i'm sorry like i gotta do it for me nobody can fix you heal you whatever only you can take care of you at the end of the day like mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with expressing yourself to people or like relating to people. But at the end of the day, you got to take care of you. Right. You just have to. Like my dad said today, because my friend just told me she split from her dude. And my dad said, well, think about things being a habit. You know, it's like it's in you. It's in your habitat. You know what I mean? Like you have to fix those things. You have to get rid of those things. If that's not what it is and it's not feeding you and like being peaceful for you, like it's got to go. Like dealing with shit like that can take you out this world. Like, yeah sorry can i um speak to the whole part about well you didn't do that with me mm-hmm. type thing i think people have to understand that people bring different things out of us yeah mm-hmm. if that makes sense yep. like <clears throat> i hate when like i think it could be male or female but it's like oh well you wasn't that man for me you know but you're that man for her or you wasn't that woman for me it's like 
people feed different parts of your spirit and what interests you and it's like it, they just get a better side of me because yeah. mm-hmm. that's what they speak to or nurture to or whatever the case may be um uh, yeah i would really ask that person like like have you thought about yourself like why you're not changing <laughs> I, that that's weird to me. well it should be different and you should want growth for that person anyway like i say all the time people everybody that's in my life or has been in my life is here for a reason because i value the people in my life yeah so even after we fall out of a friendship relationship family whatever i still want the best for you like yeah. my brother and i are going through a lot but i would be lying if i said i didn't want the best for him i want him to prosper and i want good things for him mm-hmm. you know what i mean an ex-friend that i had her and i were friends for 13 years i still want the best for her i want her to prosper and i want her to grow beyond what broke us Right. You know what I mean? I don't want her to keep doing what she did to me, to her people, like her family and her loved ones and that type of thing. I want her to grow beyond that. And if we come back around later and become friends, great. You grew like we're beyond that. And I'm not going to sit here and hark on her and be like, remember when you used to treat me that way? If mm-hmm. I'm going to do that, then we don't need to be friends. Right. Like we don't need to be in each other's lives. If I'm just going to constantly remind you of how you hurt me or how you did this to me, you know what I mean? Like that's not growth on either person's side. That means y'all are dwelling and stuck in a certain place. Yeah. And we don't have time for that. I just want people to stop treating me like I'm not allowed to change. Like that's fucked up. Stop bringing up old shit or what the old me used to do or what the old me didn't used to do. Like let it go. Yeah, yeah. that's fucked up. And that's what I'm saying. That's not a healthy person for you right now. Yeah, I think I just need to learn to tell people like, listen, if you're going to continue to do this, I can't. You can't support it. Yeah, Sorry. I can't be cool with you. I can't. Mm-mm. None of that because this is so annoying. It's draining. Nope. Yeah. Kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all y'all go find out. I'm a singing ass cheek. <laughs> All right. So, um, job shaming. <clears throat> I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. And I'm mad because I had this specific tweet I wanted to refer to. I can't remember exactly what it said, but like, it was something like a girl was like, I couldn't imagine being a mother or a grown woman being a bottle girl. And <laughs> I see a, like a lot, especially on Twitter, like a lot of people be, they like to either shame people for working a nine to five because they feel like, oh, you should want to work for yourself to shaming people for where they work, like the type of job they have or like people's side hustles, for example. Like we all know there's a million people that do lashes, a million people that sell bundles Mm -hmm. and people, you know, shame others for that. So how do y'all feel about that? I mean, I agree with like even the, tweet here talking about not everybody has an entrepreneurial spirit i think that's true like for me my family is very artsy and like we none of us do work nine to fives we work in very like open jobs just because we like it like that and that type of thing but my mom has a nine to five she's the only one in our family that does and she loves it because it's she's strong in the field that she works in so she's a supervisor for um, a military field and she's very good at it makes a lot of money she's well off like Mm -hmm. it becomes stressful for her but she likes it like she likes to go in there and that type of thing and she's built for that my mom is a very structural business woman and she does her own things on the side like you know she teaches online and that type of thing but my mom is very business oriented and there's nothing wrong with that 
Mm-hmm. Like my dad's a teacher, so call that a nine to five if you want. But I mean, at the same time, his job doesn't end once those kids leave school. Right. You know what I mean? He's still working on lessons, plans and this, that type of thing. But I don't think there's anything wrong with her. Whatever you're passionate about, whether that's a nine to five or I don't know, making clothing run with it. You know what I mean? Like some people aren't comfortable having their own business because it makes them I don't know, nervous to try to take that leap and, and do that. Or maybe they don't have a desire. For me, I don't have a desire to own a business ever. Mm-hmm. I don't. Like, I have my side hustle. Like, I have my training and my styling and stuff. But I don't have the desire to, like, own a gym. I don't. Like, I don't want to go rent a space a month and have a gym. I don't. I love fitness and it's one of my passions. But I don't have a desire to be an entrepreneur beside, like, me just going to the gym and training them. I don't right. want it in my own gym. I also don't want a freaking building for my styling. I'm sorry. Like, it just... For me, it works better for me to work a quote-unquote nine-to-five. Yeah. Like, with my schedule, my income, like, it just... It makes sense for me. But I also don't work in a typical... What people think nine-to-five is. I don't work in an office. I work those hours, and I love my job. It's the funnest job I've ever had. I absolutely love it. I work in a salon, and it's... Every day is fun. Every day is uplifting. Every day is you know upbeat and I sure it's a nine to five but it's like I said it's it's the environment like for me I work in like a different environment I'm not in a corporate office I'm in a more artsy thing but I don't however you get your money if it's not fucking everybody else up in the world get your damn money you know what I mean like if if it's if it's holding you the fuck down get your money sorry for the long ass spiel okay I think um I think people should be mindful of um, the things that they say, especially like on the internets, because I think at the end of the day, everybody just wants to be able to have money to sustain, save, and provide some type of comfortable life for their family, for their children, Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. However you do that, has nothing to do with the next person. Yep. I'm going to use her as an example, and I don't know if she listens to the show, but Shadon, she bartends. I watched this girl post on her story paying off her student loans. Yeah. You know what I mean? And however she had to go about doing that, whether it's a nine-to-five, bartending on the side, whatever else she do on the side. Yep. If it's getting a job done and you can, at the end of the day, say, I knocked this def- debt off or that debt off or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, let people do what they do. Like, to the bottle grow a piece of it, they make more money than some of y'all make on y'all nine to five. Yep. So let's they just sure let's as hell be do. real. You know what I mean? We we see girls in the city that are bottle girls and they're starting businesses. Yep, and that are thriving. So it's like people just they're just so negative about everything. And I was just having this conversation with my homegirl yesterday. Like, not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Mm-mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm comfortable with my nine to five and my side hustle. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and, and it's allowing me to take care of some things, knock some debt off. You know what I mean? Save whatever the case may be. That has nothing to do with the next person. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, as long as you're able to sustain, why does it matter? Like, people just have to nitpick at something. I every think it's single time. a jealousy thing, too, at the same time. Like you said, like, they're looking at a bottle girl like, damn, like, this is what you're doing, but you're making more than me, so I got to knock it. You know, I got to make fun of it. Like, mm-hmm. And for me, I have personal reasons why I wouldn't do it, but I know that they make money. I'm not stupid. I work in the industry. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know they make money. I know that a lot of the people in my industry make money off of what they do. Like you said, the bartending or, you know, bottle girl, walking around as a shot girl, whatever. You make money like yeah. you do. Like, 
And there's nothing wrong. Like, it's like I said, if it's not affecting nobody, why the fuck do people care? Let yeah. people get their money if it's not hurting anybody. Not even that. It all spend the same. So. Yes. Like, Period. what the fuck? Like, it makes no difference how you get your money as long as you are not fucking other people's lives up. Get your fucking money. Like, and who cares what Tiki and Bob have to say? And fuck them. Right. And what bothers me about it is that it, it be people that sit at home all day. Yep. Jealous. On I'm the internet to talking shit because you don't have nothing else to do. But yet you haven't found a way to talk that shit on the internet and get paid for it. Period. So... Hit my line when you run the figures, beach. As an ex-bottle girl, I would say <laughs> Throw that I've made more <laughs> money ass. working a few hours at the club. Yeah, more than I worked working a week's a week at my job. Yep. And I mean, sometimes you have your bad nights, but I've had plenty of good nights, girl. and that shit is good ass money. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I had the energy, I know, I know. And the social skills, I would still do it. That's a few of my reasons right there. (laughs) But, you know, I'm getting old, so. But, yeah, I just want people to stop knocking people's hustles. Like, my my whole biggest thing about doing things, for example, for something that everybody, a lot of people does, is just have a passion for it. I agree. I don't like when people, you know, pick up makeup or sell lashes just because they see somebody else doing they think it's going to work out for them and, mm-hmm. and it, it might not you don't know yeah. I just want everybody to do something that they're passionate about well the passion is what drives it like I said for <laughs> me like why, why my fitness is successful is because I love it mm-hmm. I absolutely I cannot imagine not lifting three times a week I can't like I've never missed a workout I never will in the last five years because I'm passionate about it styling I have been passionate about fashion since I can remember like when I style a shoot I could be there all day and it feels like I was there for an hour because I love it I absolutely love it like that would be a dream job for me and while I'm working on those things I have to work like you said you have to be at that nine to five and get your bills you know what I mean like and I genuinely like for me I've always said I've seen my parents, like I said, my mom's job is super stressful. My dad's a teacher. He's passionate about being a teacher. He makes a lot less than her, damn near half than her, but he loves his job and he's happy every single day. That's what I want to do. Like if I'm, you know, working a nine to five while I'm trying to get my hustle together, I also want to love my nine to five. Well, even to that point, I don't want everybody to just think that you, even though you're passionate about something, that doesn't mean it's not going to create burnout. Right. Like, yeah. I can love what I do every day and still be tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or have days where I don't want to be there. Yeah, yeah. and it can so, be stressful. And I think that can be a little tricky because people, we push that whole do, you know, do what you're passionate about. Yeah, I support that 100%. But at the same time, it's not always going to be just, oh, my God, I love it every no, single day. No, some right. days I want to sit at home and go to sleep. You know right. what I mean? Like, so I just, I want people to know that, like. You got to have work ethic. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you got to be able to get up, whatever it is that you do, and go do it for as long mm-hmm. as you do it, mm-hmm. and put 100% effort as much as you possibly can, you know? But, well, that's, and go ahead. I like working a nine to five just because I feel like one is guaranteed money. That's like security. And when I le- get off the clock, I don't got to take my work home with me. Yeah. The only thing I hate about it is this the consistent strict hours because i like to move when i need to move Mm -hmm. like i hate having to plan doctor appointments and shit like that like i want to be able to get up and like all right i can do this today and not be stuck at work for these eight nine hours that's the only thing i hate about it but like i rather do that than own my own business well that's why i said i've got a good combination like i feel blessed at my job because like i said i do work that technically nine to five lifestyle but my 
boss is an entrepreneur herself because she owns the shop. Like, you know what I mean? She owns everything in there. So she understands when I do have to pick up and leave like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it's, I honestly have the best of both worlds and I couldn't be more thankful for it. Like it's, like you said, it's the security and the sense of money, but I also have that freedom if need be of an entrepreneurial lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And that for me works. <clears throat> like it works to have a nine to five where I can be like, oh my God, I need to step out for an hour and come back. And they're like, okay, cool. I don't care. You know what I mean? Cause they know how hard I work. They know I take the job serious and they know I love it. Yeah. Last time it was like that. I worked in real estate with my aunt for two years. I had the same type of situation. And that's what made me realize I love it. Like being, being somewhere where you know that you come to work every day, you know, you're going to make that money every day, but you know, if you need to step out for an hour or two, they're not tripping on you. You know, it's not this held down. Like, well, if you miss the day, that's strike number three. No, no, it's not. Like it's fine. Like, but no, I think whatever, whatever you're doing to get your shit together, do it. Fuck what everybody got to say. They can talk when they pay your bills. Yeah. Like, fuck. All right. So let's talk entrepreneurship versus school. Um, I know growing up, I was taught, I was never taught to work towards having my own business or anything like that. My mom always taught me, you're going to go to school and this is what you're going to go to school for. I didn't get to have my own opinion. I didn't get to figure out what I wanted to do. And I think that's kind of why I'm like almost 30 and I'm still like, what the fuck do I want? Like, Mm -hmm. because I've always been told this is what I need to do and this is what I need to go to school for. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if my parents ever, like I said, my dad's a teacher. So he, I'm starting to realize now when he would press us going to school, it's not always, it wasn't always for the education purpose. Of course, that's part of it. But like being able to have that discipline to get up every morning Mm -hmm. and go to school and you stay there all day. I'm not taking you out because your stomach hurts and you're faking a sickness. You know what I mean? If you're really sick, yeah, I'll come get you, take you home type of thing. My mom was opposite. Like she literally would be like, okay, if you don't feel good, I'll take you out. Like that type of thing. But for me, I don't ever remember either of them really strictly being like, go to school, go to school, go to school. I think for me, them telling me that a lot of the time, if they told me it at all would be for the security in the sense of like a job. My dad's at first, he's like not a fan of college now. Cause he just thinks it's like a bunch of young, like people just teaching bullshit, but that's his own opinion, whatever. I'm currently in school. So whatever. Um, <laughs> but he, it was never pressed like to go because you want to learn about something you're passionate about. It's because you need to find a fucking job and have job security or you're going to be fucked in life. And to be honest, that's a big portion of why I'm going to get my business degree like in case I ever need something to fall back on I'm sorry I'm going for security I am and I lucked out and like don't have a giant debt over me at all like which I'm so blessed about that too I don't have a giant debt over me so this all isn't going to be a waste for me like I actually am going for a reason and a purpose but at the same time like I'm not going because I want to learn about accounting fuck accounting I fucking hate (laughs) it I hate it like I'm going because I don't want to be stuck I don't want to be stuck one day. And then when it comes to like being in school too, that shows like jobs and shit that you have discipline, whatever. But I do think that you can learn a lot. You can learn damn near the same thing being an entrepreneur, depending on what the field is as school, if not more. And I know that firsthand because I didn't go to school for fitness, but I know a lot more than some of these fitness trainers. Yeah. And I know that for a fact because it's, I've seen it for 24 years. My dad's a power lifter. And that's all I've seen. And I've seen like the different levels and, and I have friends that actually are certified and I'm like, 
okay, some of that's right, in my opinion, and in my opinion, it's not right. You know what I mean? I've learned a lot strictly off of seeing it and being an entrepreneur in fitness. Styling, I didn't go to school for styling, but I, I just naturally comes to me. I know. And I'm sure if I go to school, like there's certain things that I can learn more, mm-hmm. but all that's going to do is enhance what I already know. You know, so I guess it just yeah. depends on what field you're going in. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. I think you, um, with anything, I think with school, you have to be very intentional about what it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, looking back, I wish that I would have maybe took some time off before trying to pursue a college degree um, to kind of figure out what I really wanted to do because if you don't know what you're going to do at that point you're just wasting money and mm-hmm. accruing debt yep. um, I think it's important to choose a field where you can hit the ground running once you graduate mm-hmm. um, and get into your field quickly I will say that now at 31 I understand the importance of having the credentials behind you something on paper yeah. so when you're going to present yourself to these companies or to whomever you have something to back up your skill set um like i'm gonna go to school for sound engineering but Mm -hmm. i'm i'm self-taught but i'm literally going so that i can say i've went to school for this as well um i don't i don't think one should be over the other same with being an entrepreneur you have to be very intentional and learn everything that you have to learn behind the scenes as far as starting a business and all of that. Um, I mean, I think anything, a notch under your belt is a notch under your belt. So if you have mm-hmm. the degree and you have the entrepreneurial skills, do it both. Do both. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, I'm going for business because it is broad like that. I can take it <clears> anywhere. Because <throat> for real, if I wanted to, I would have gone for some type of fashion degree. But I feel like that would have almost held me back in a sense. You know what I mean? If I was just stuck in one field, they would have liked to see, oh, she has a degree anyway. But for me, I like the mix of entrepreneur and school because it's got, like Brandy said, you've got a little bit of both and all that's going to do is bump you up anyway. Mm -hmm. I agree with Brandy with taking time off to figure out what you want to do because I definitely wasted a lot of time by just feeling like, all right, well, this is what I have to do. And feeling forced to do it. And like I said, the first time I went, I went because my mom told me to get a degree in radiology. She's like, you have to be in the hospital field. And I'm like, I don't even Mm-mm. fucking know what this is. Yeah. And I dropped out. That was a waste of money. So when I wanted to go back, I had to pay money, you know, yeah. make sure my FAFSA was right. And then, you know, I went back, still didn't finish. So now I'm like starting all over. So it's like, I feel like everybody should take the time to figure out what they want to do and mm-hmm. make sure when you go, just finish. No matter how hard it is, just stick thing to that it. People don't mention pick up a trade. Like I was talking to my younger sister, and she's kind of all over the place with what she wants to do. She's mm-hmm. about to graduate. She has some scholarship options and different things like that. And she was telling me like I think I for now want to pick up a trade and then maybe go to school later. Like she has done some coursework in high school that'll allow her to get her LPN in like eighteen months. So she's going to do that. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, take time to figure out what it is that you want to do. And while you're also doing that, learn how to budget and spend your money. Because I'll be honest, when I was going to school and I was getting those refund checks, I was just blowing them. them, Right. I didn't see. And I was taught not to do that. I took I took the refund checks and put it towards my school like I would pay off school mm-hmm. or I would buy books with it I never like spending that's what you're supposed yeah, to do like, yeah. I, would buy, I would buy my 
my books, but the books wouldn't be After even that, half though, of the money. Right. And I would I would blow but that's it's like that's tax a, season time. Listen, <laughs> I was talking to somebody about this last night and it was somewhat of a different conversation, but it's like I'm not so me personally, money doesn't really motivate me. Like mm-hmm. I kind of have a mentality like I'm going to be comfortable, I'm going to be good with or without some crazy high dollar amount in my bank account. And I think that generational wealth is important, but it doesn't matter if somebody's not happy. Like I want what I want to leave to my kids is knowledge. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like learn how to sustain. Like money is only it, it takes away some problems. Yes, it does. But things like mental health. You know what I mean? I can have all the money in the world, but if I'm battling depression, mm-hmm. what doesn't it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's like I, I get the generational wealth part because of the system being so messed up, but I want to leave my kids knowledge. Like yeah. I want them to be able to sustain themselves outside of money. Well, that's why I said it's so important for you to be happy in what you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for your mental health period, it's so necessary to be happy or have some type of... Every job gets stressful. Like I said, I love my job, but it gets stressful at times. It just does. But, and like Brandy said, even when you're an entrepreneur, you can get burned out. It gets stressful and it gets hard. Like, some days I don't want to go train everybody. I don't. I want to just lay at home. I don't want to go to the gym my damn self. You know what I mean? You get tired, you get stressed, whatever. But I know at the end of the day, though, I'm happy with what I'm doing. I can, I'm can, i finally at the point where I can say that I love every single job that I have. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, that's important Like for your mental health. Like It's not worth it if you're not happy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you said, that's a motivator for people. Like You want to be happy and you want to go. Like, yeah. Um. So the issue that I have with like having your degree and when you're looking for jobs... Um, I hate that jobs require you to have like a bachelor's, but they only want to pay like twelve dollars an hour. Girl, oh like, that, please make that. That's make sense. a whole nother conversation. Like at this point, it's true. Like a bachelor's degree is really like a high school diploma. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I think I've talked about this on the show before. I was working for Chase at one point in time with no experience, no degree. Nothing. And I was making over $50,000 at 21 years mm-hmm. old. You know what I mean? It's like, that's what I said. You have to be intentional because a lot of these, um, a lot of these fields, you have to pursue a master's. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, you, you got to weigh, weigh your options. You know what I mean? I don't want to get out of school and I'm sitting there looking at a hundred K in debt. Yeah. Like, it's a system that's built for people to fail. Yep. I just, I feel like jobs should give people more opportunities, even if they don't have a degree. Yeah. yeah. Because just because I don't have my degree doesn't mean I won't be good at, you know, good at a job. Yeah, Yeah. because it can be taught. They can train you. And that's the type of thing that, like, if, for me, if I can't build with a company, period, degree or not, I don't want to be there. Mm -hmm. I don't. Like, even my job, I work at a salon, but there is so much room for me to, like, like, my boss has talked about, us so we're moving spaces and she's talking about keeping the space that we have now just so i can have a pop-up shop for my styling like that's room to grow at my own job and it's an entrepreneurial salon job you know what i mean Mm -hmm. if if it's not anything that i can grow by choice like i can be like no it's okay i don't want to do that right now but the fact that i even have that option and i can grow by choice i want to do that i have opportunities to get raises at my job like you know what i mean like if not i'm i'm not staying in a job just to be stagnant there and 30 years down the road, I'm like, damn, right. I've been here for 30 years, same position. And not even that, they'll lay you off. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you're no longer a value. My aunt got laid off because now they have computer systems 
She was with Pearson for like 20 years. Got laid off last year because they don't have a reason for her job anymore. Yeah, the same thing happened with my mom. So yeah. she retired early. Yep. One thing I would suggest to people, a lot of these corporations do offer tuition uh, reimbursement. Yes. Look Take into it. You know what I mean? Even if it's something that you're not 100% passionate about, a lot of these corporations will pay for a business degree. Yeah. Um, if it's health, it, healthcare administration, anything involved in the community, they typically cover. So start doing your research and let your job pay for it, yeah. especially if it's hard for you to get a raise or whatever the case may be. Have your job pay for your schooling. Yeah, I heard that's why um, I'm going back because my job yep. does that. And they also um, will give out money for you to pay off your school debt. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I know Verizon, if you work in a certain, it might be call center, may not be. I've heard that they'll pay for your schooling. I think Starbucks does the same thing, depending a on what you're doing. A lot of places do. Really? A lot yeah, of places. If you, I think it's business. They will pay for your tuition. Um, all you have to do is remain with the company six months after you graduate. Anybody wow. 90 days, if you've been there 90 days or longer, they will pay for mm-hmm. your schooling. And that's all they ask. Six months after you get your degree is just stay with the company. Wow. Y'all job shaming. Right. Right. Fuck. But, Cash Whatever. man Chipotle's line. What you want, <laughs> chicken and steak? I'm definitely going to be taking advantage of that wow. at my job yeah. because, you know, I still, even though I'm not like a big school person, I still want to have it for security. Of course. And, you know? Me too. Yep. So, yeah. All right. So let's move on to talking about black businesses. And I have a lot to say about this because Ooh, girl, the a comments. couple people, y'all should have seen a message. I popped in to look at a few of them on Twitter and some yeah. of the Instagram stuff. People had a lot to say. So before I get started on what some of the people said, I just wanted to be clear because a couple of people came from me. They're like, why don't we focus on the positive? Let's not put people down. I wasn't putting nobody down. No, just... I was asking because, and then a lot of people too said like, the same issues we have with white and Asians. Okay, yeah, I get that. But I'm talking about black people because right. I care about black people. And I want to talk about the issues so that we can do better. I'm not shaming black businesses. I'm not saying we're shitty. Everybody's shitty. Yeah, I'm sure we have the same issues <laughs> as white shitty. businesses and Asians and Mexicans and whoever the fuck else. Yeah. But I am talking about black people because I care about black people and I want us to do better. In order to do better, we have to talk about the issues. Right. So come on, y'all. But they should know that. It's not like you a white girl sitting up in here talking right, about black people don't know how to do business. Right, you're a black woman. Right, and you can potentially have your own business where you've experienced this. Like, everybody calm it down. Calm it down. Yeah, so just <laughs> FYI, just so y'all know, I wasn't posting the question to shame black businesses and saying that we ain't shit and no, none of that. We want to like, support them and, like like you said, make I don't that change. care about making white businesses better. So now I'm not asking about white businesses because I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> All right, so moving on. <laughs> so some of the responses we got, some people were saying um, profession, a lack of professionalism, um, bad customer service. Um, what else did y'all see? I guess so, like lack of urgency or seriousness. Yes. Like, um, let me see what some of my Twitter people were saying. I think they were saying the same things. Sorry, I don't have this pulled up already. Yeah, professionalism, um, punctuality, mm-hmm. not meeting deadlines. Yeah. We all know we're going to say the word discounts. <laughs> discounts. 
You already know. Yeah, I have some of the same issues, I think. And that's why I said I want people to be passionate about what they do because I feel like when you really, when you're passionate about something, it makes you work harder. Yeah, you don't want it to fail. Yeah. A lot, I see a lot of black people, they're very unprofessional. They, Mm -hmm. they're not good with communication or getting back to you fast enough. Like I've had, I've reached out to people to try to get business and they will respond weeks later. No. And I'm just like. You (laughs) should in your own head have a natural 24 hour, 48 hour response time for yourself. Yeah. Like, hey, like, and you can set your own hours. Like, okay, for my styling, I have told photographers that I work with, please don't contact me after 8 p.m. Right. But I will get back to you the next morning by 8 a.m. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I need, you can set those, those timelines for yourself. But like you said, if you're not passionate about it, you're not going to. Like, I set that for myself because I don't want to lose business fucking around with time just because I don't have the time to look at my phone Mm -hmm. or I don't want to. But I don't know. I, I, I think I think you have to know your capacity. Um, I, in my experience, a lot of black-owned businesses hide bef- behind the fact that they have a really great product, but everything else, like the organizational skills, the customer mm. service skills, mm-hmm. um, the response times are terrible. So if you know that. Your capacity is only for the product that you're selling. Build your team. Yep. You know what I mean? One thing I learned last year, I went to a conference. Everything you need is in the room. So if you know that you're not good with responding to emails or returning phone calls or shipping or conversation with people Mm. build your team get people to do it for you. That's how you're going to grow. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If if you just like we said, we don't want to own businesses. If there's a product that we just want to push, but we don't have the business mindset to do that, get with people who know how to do it. And don't think just because you have a great product that that's all you need. Go take some business courses. Right. A lot of places offer them for free. You know what I mean? It's it's the team building and knowing what your limitations are. And if I'm limited in something, then I'm going to get somebody who can do it better than I can. Right. Well, when you shouldn't be afraid to ask for help, that's a lot of reason. Mm-hmm. Like people struggle so bad, like they want to do everything by themselves. And then that could bring you and your yeah. business and down. And you get burnt out. Yep. Yeah. People, like, and this is just general. It's not black owned, but people don't want to come to the table and talk about where they lack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you and you have to have that awareness of I lack in this area. I can't this I cannot do. I can't take right. this on. But I know that you can. So let's partner and let's help each other and let's build this this thing. Mm-hmm. But that's that's been my experience. It's the same everybody else said. But they think that because the product is so great, your food is so good or whatever. So good that that's going to keep you going and it's not exactly so yeah um i think i agree with you guys it's important to have a team um just like i would love to have something that i can call mine that could be like additional income but i know like just me my brain i cannot think i can't do too much at once well yeah it's too much for me i'm a very indecisive person i don't like to deal with people so i wouldn't be able to be professional. I just told y'all what last show that I read stuff wrong and I get easily <laughs> offended. So like, I know that I wouldn't be able to do it by myself. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, just, yeah. Ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help, but have a plan. Mm-hmm. Stay organized. Have a to-do list. Like, I think 
being organized is very important. It is, especially if you're going to do things with a team or by yourself. If you have a team of people and you're not organized, it's just going to jack them up mm-hmm. yeah. because then they're scrambling because you're scrambling. Like if you don't have answers for them, they're That's scrambling, they're frustrated, you know, and then again, the business is going to trickle off. That yeah. is a word. I yeah. think that's a lot of people's downfall is organization or rushing. Like, take yeah. your time. Yeah. Take your time. Perfect your craft. Like, even if it takes some years, it is meant to take years. If you're not there yet, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, do your, like we said, your nine to five hustle until you get there. But like, like I said, if you're not organized and you don't know what you're doing or what's, what's, you know, everybody, it's, it's different because when you first start out, it's going to be different from there and down the next five years, obviously you're going to grow. Right. But if it's so bad to the point where you're not organized and you're scrambling and shit like that, something got to give. And set set goals that you can meet. Like, I, I'm big on this. Like, you have to know when to shelf things. Like, you have great ideas, but sometimes you just need to put that on the shelf for later. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, um... Just quality over quantity. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I find myself speaking a lot about, okay, we're doing a lot of things, but it's all subpar. It's all average. So if that means that we can't take on five things right now because they're all going to be average, just okay, right? let's take on two things. Set deadlines you can meet, especially when you're dealing with the public. And if you got the money and you can afford it, get a PR person. Soft plug to my best friend, Ashley. That is what she does. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, because like Darielle said, I get an attitude. I can't deal with people. It's like either you're going gonna to buy it or you ain't. You're going to take it or you're not. What you doing? So I got things to do. You know what I mean? Yep. Right. And I know people ain't, that's not going to work. You know, so she can set that. What's people, her at? Um, at Ashley. No, it underscore it's Ashley 25, I think, or something. I'm off social media right now. <laughs> but, um, you know what I mean? Like, again, just know where you lack. Know where you lack and set deadlines you can meet. Like, if I know I'm doing editing for somebody's podcast and a two-day turnaround is not going to be quality work for you and I got to extend it a four-day turnaround, mm-hmm. then it has to be four days in be, order for it to be yeah, quality be because realistic. that's my name. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. People should understand that. Like, so my cousin like i said she works in photography i don't know if i've talked about this or not but i've been working with her for like 10 years and it's like everybody expects her turnaround time to be like so i'm gonna get it back in seven days do you want shit or do you want quality (laughs) like if you want shit sure you can have all this with all the shit all over your face (laughs) and you're looking nasty as hell take it but then when you like you said if you don't deliver that quality ain't nobody coming back for your business she put them pictures out in a week and they look like shit you really think them referrals right. gonna keep coming in? Right. No, be patient as fuck. Understand that people have lives and deadlines, and they gotta do certain things. And your shit isn't gonna come out in two minutes, right? You know what I mean? Perfect your damn craft before you start offering people. I would say a tip for me to give is don't be afraid to fail or for things to go wrong. Because I think a lot of people go in expecting success right off the gate. It might not go as planned. You might have to tweak something one or two times. Just don't be afraid to fail because that's how you grow. Yeah. Right. That's how you learn what to do better trial the next and time. Error. Yeah, trial and error. It's necessary. People hate it, but it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Don't join it then. Fuck. That's trial and error period in life. Outside of business anyway. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. That could that could be something as simple as food. How do you know what you don't like? Because you tried it, right? Mm-hmm. And you didn't fuck with it. Okay, so move <laughs> on. You find you find the alternative. You know what I mean? Like it's it's everything like everything is low-key connected and like tied together and you got to listen to that you know Mm -hmm. 
Any other tips? Mm-mm. Get yeah. a uh, mentor or a coach. I agree Ooh, with that. That's yeah. a somebody one. who is excelling at what you're doing, what you're trying yep. to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something else I learned when I went to a conference last year. Um, but presentation, presentation, excuse me, is key. Don't go to people wanting to just take, 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 take. You know what I mean? So when you're looking for a business mentor or um, a business coach, figure out what you can offer them mm-hmm. before you just go into it. Like, I need I need your knowledge. You know what I mean? Nothing is free. So, yeah. I figure out what that. you can offer and network with people who are doing what you're trying to do. I would say, too, uh, work on yourself because you will not be blessed if you're a trash person. Period. Because <laughs> you are going to fail. So work on yourself. Be a good person. And, you know, things will align. They will. Yeah. Like, it, it does come back full circle. Like, I don't believe in karma, but I do believe in Jesus. And if you ain't doing right... He yeah. knows. He likes Santa. He watching. Yeah. Get your so shit be together. patient. Don't be afraid to fail. Get you a mentor. Be organized. Don't be scared to have a team. Like, it's fine. Especially people that want you to succeed. Don't put nobody on your team that is playing. You know, if they acting goofy, then everybody else about to act goofy. Get people on your team that is serious. Get like-minded people. Don't get your best friend just because she's your best friend. If she don't have a passion for it. It's going to ruin y'all's relationship. Y'all gonna, y'all could possibly fall out. Mm-hmm. Get people that are passionate. It can be your best friend. If y'all want to go into business together and y'all both have that mindset and y'all know what it is, dope. Y'all could blow up. But if you just picking people because they're around you all the time, eh, you, right. could, you could fuck yourself up. Mm-hmm. All right. So there was a tweet from some young man that I do not know. Hmm. But he said... The main reason black women aren't seen as wife material is because most were raised by single mothers. They don't know how to respect a man and be a helpmate. Their mind frame is about securing the bag and niggas ain't shit. Why would any man want to deal with that? I want to speak to this because when I saw this, I got pissed. (laughs) Here's why. Okay, my parents divorced when I was three, but I always had the both of them. And my mindset is getting my money mm-hmm. and not letting a man slow me down mm-hmm. in the sense of like generationally. Yeah. A lot of these dudes aren't they not they don't give a shit right now about where they're at. They're worried about partying, getting money the quickest way they can and what chick they can mess with next. And that's fine if that's where you're at. But don't come my way and then tell me that I can't be X, Y and Z for you. Right. Honey, we're on different levels right now mentally. So for me, I, that's not a single mom that's not a single mother raised thing. That's not what that is. I have both of my parents mm-hmm. and both of my parents taught me to be one that came from a family of six and one that was an only child and then had step siblings when she got older. Both of them taught me be independent, be by yourself. Like, and it wasn't even them sitting me down and being like, have your own money. It's how I saw them move. And it's how they treated me. They want me to have my own. They want me to have security. They want me to not let people around me. Fuck it being niggas, friends. They don't want me to have people in my circle that are not supporting me. My mom be the first to tell me I knew she wasn't shit. Okay, <laughs> Michelle. Okay, you was right. The fuck. But no, I don't think that pissed me off because it's not. Now you're knocking single mothers. 
And sometimes that that could not even be a choice about being a single mother. The dad could have walked out of the life. The dad could have died. You don't know. You don't know why she is a single mother and to knock her parenting and say that she produced a child that is literally like, fuck this, fuck that, fuck the world. I hate everybody. No. Again, I have both of my parents and I'm out here fucking hustling and I'm not letting no dude slow me down. Mm -hmm. Sorry. That has nothing to do with being a single parent. Uh, Yeah, I disagree. It's not about a single mother. You... I mean, niggas ain't shit. That does me honest, <laughs> but damn. Yeah, I I, I disagree. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Um, shit. I don't agree with it um, for the most part, but unpopular opinion. I was having this conversation with a man, and um, he was just explaining how. Men really do need to feel needed and significant. And what do you do with a woman who's just too independent, chasing the bag, doesn't need anybody? She's out here getting her own. Like, yeah, all of that is cool, but (laughs) why am I here? (laughs) For sex. (laughs) (laughs) Companionship. Um, Comfort. Nah, we trying to build a team together, babe. Now, I will say this. I I had to check myself because speaking into speaking into the universe, this whole niggas ain't shit, niggas ain't shit, niggas ain't shit all the time is not attractive. Mm-hmm. And but granted, I think that's just how people think. That's not necessarily yeah. mean she's a single mother. Yeah, well, the the whole thing and the whole tweet within itself is I don't agree it's with. Whack. Right, but it's whack. when you pick certain parts apart and you kind of and I think about it it's like I, like I said I had to train myself like I don't want to keep talking about negative shit cause mm-hmm. that's all that's gonna come back to me yep N- that's what I'm putting out to the universe niggas ain't shit right. niggas is this niggas. and granted that may be true but that's not what I <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, uh, like, I mean women ain't I'm, shit either let's right, just say that right. people ain't shit people ain't shit I'm, I really want to put out into the world the things that I want to come back to yeah. me. So mm-hmm. I'm going to start focusing on men that I should give the green light to. Okay. He's a nice guy. You know what I mean? Like he actually takes initiative to want to take me out or spend yeah. time with me or whatever the case may be. I, that's what I want to start pushing out because that that I will say if I was a man and that's all I seen all day. Then you good. That shit ain't. A, it's not attractive. Mm-mm. And I'm just being 100% honest. But. Back to the whole bag thing. I had seen a post, some some YouTube post, and a girl was like, women, men earn the women that they get, and women deserve the men that they get. So she was like, if you're independent, you deserve somebody that's dependent. No, and I'm like, because I'm out here, like, what? It was just craziness. I'm like, so because I'm out here taking care of myself, maintaining myself, I deserve somebody who's dependent on I me? I wish no, the fuck no. I would. But like I was telling my friend when we were having this conversation, I'm like... I don't, at the end of the day, again, this is me not being a person who's driven by money. I don't need your money. I don't need your bag. What I need is somebody I can call when I'm having a bad fucking day and I need uh, to talk. Period. Okay? <laughs> like, I need somebody who is a safe space for yes. me. Like, I, I was literally just telling somebody, like, you know who's my 100% safe space? Me. I'm right. like, there's shit that I don't even tell my best friend because she's not a safe space for me. So to actually have somebody that I love and they just happen to have a penis 
And you're a safe space for me. Like, <laughs> Jesus, Lord. I was just telling somebody this. Like, if we can't have communication in our relationship, what do we have? No, yeah, it'll fail. What do we have? People always want to talk about honesty and, like, trust and stuff. But, like, communication is huge. Huge in a relationship. If y'all cannot communicate the same way without somebody getting fucked up, it's not for you. That it's was just a word, not. Brandy. Man, listen. That was a listen, word. Listen, I be thinking about this <laughs> shit. I'm not playing. Like... I don't need your bag. Let's no. help okay. these bags together. That's, like yep. I said, it's about the person when I'm having a fucked up day, the person that I want to call and say, look, I'm having a bad day. I just need to cry. Mm-hmm. I need a hug. I just need yeah. somebody to listen and say, you know what? You right. The Let's emotional go kick sport. her ass. And they can fucking <laughs> relate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's, I don't need, and, and somebody to just not fuck me over in the process like yeah. that's it and this is a people mm-hmm. thing this ain't a man thing or a woman thing this yeah. is a people thing because i'm sure at the end of the day that's all men want is somebody that is a safe space for them for them to be who they are and think how they think and for a woman to say you know what baby i understand yeah i got it you. is i got you let me pat your back that's what i'm saying i don't need no <laughs> i don't need no dependent ass person for me i need some a dude that's about his shit just as much as i am i don't want to be I don't want to be taken care of and I don't want to be taken care of a man in that way. Mm-hmm. Like we said, we can take care of each other and like emotionally support each other and like love each other. But financially, we don't we can build together. Right. We don't need it to be one of us taking care of the other financially. Like if you do that by choice, cool, that's a different story. But I'm not walking into something and I'm like, damn, every time we go somewhere, I got to do this. Right. You know, if I want to, cool. Like if he has his own money and I'm like, you know what, babe, let me take you out type shit. Let me pay for the bill. Right. I'm going to do that. I've done that multiple times, but I can't be with somebody. For me, it's unattractive. I can't be with somebody that doesn't have drive, doesn't have goals, doesn't have ambition, doesn't know what they want to do, isn't always reaching for the next best thing. I cannot do it because I know for me, I got all my shit done by myself. I had help here and there, but I didn't have somebody to hand me my rent. I didn't have somebody to hand me my deposit for my apartment. I didn't have somebody to hand me the down payment for my car. You know what I mean? Like all the shit that I got, I got by myself and I need somebody that can match. Like your partner should be some, like a somebody that can compliment you. You know what I mean? Not somebody that you just coddle all the time or whatever you want to call it. Y'all need to compliment each other and then y'all need to build together from there. I feel like you can be a woman that wants to secure the bag and still secure that dick. You know, still let your man be the man because my mom, she's always been... <laughs> She just has a hustler mentality. Yeah. She works her ass off. She has a husband still. She lets him be the man of the house. She lets him handle yep. his shit. You know, but she also makes sure she got her own. Yeah. Just for her own security. Like, if this don't work out, if something happened, I still got me. But she still allows her husband to be the man. I think. So I think you can do both. Yeah, it's like the video. Everybody took offense to that video. I'm sure y'all talked about this before I got here, but... Um, that Fantasia had put out talking about being submissive. Everybody thought she meant like, shut up and sit back. No, it's you, you can have your own shit, but you can still let your man lead in a sense without him being disrespectful towards you or the household. That's a real fucking thing, but you got to find that person you can have that balance with. For me, I would, oh my God, I love like, this is so gross. I'm about to like start drooling. (laughs) I love the idea of like a man of the fucking house. I love it. Like me being able to cater to my man. Like you just got to even worry. You won't be riding your bed for you. I got you, baby. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but I also like, but I also like the idea of having my own. Like I would never want to just be a fucking housewife. 
oh my god, I would that would be the bane of my existence. I would fucking hate it. I also would never want to be a stay at home mom. I salute people that do it because it's a lot of fucking work. It is. It is a lot of work. Y'all are fucking troopers because I couldn't do it. I would go insane. But I want somebody to compliment me. I want a man that can lead and can take over without it being disrespectful and aggressive to me in our household. But I want to be able to come in and, you know, take care of my little baby because he had a long week. He need me to sit him down and make him some dinner. I got you, boo. You know what? Relax today. You know, you sit the fuck down. I'll make you dinner. I'll run your bath water. I'll rub your feet. And I'll rub your fat toes. Y'all remember that song? <laughs> anyway, get somebody that compliments y'all. Not somebody uh, that's going to drain you. Period. <laughs> Poo. It was funny. I'm just saying. The fuck. Anyways. The fuck. Um, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck. What song is that? You don't remember that? No. Um, hang on. Y'all talk. It's about coming to you. <laughs> He's like, put a go to me, yo, and I'll rub your fat toes. <laughs> God, I'm about to look it up. I'm about to get mad. I think it's plies. Hold on, I'm pissed. Oh Hold God. on. I'm looking it up. <laughs> Let's see. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm literally typing this into Google right now. I have it on my. Isn't it busted? Busted, baby. Yes, it is. It is. He said said, <laughs> yep. Yep. My God. Yes. Say rub your or it's. Toes. Is it Hey Daddy? Yes, it's Hey Daddy by Usher. He goes, and I'll rub your fat toes. Let me pull Kool Aid on you real slow. <laughs> Who says that? I think it's the remix. It is Plies. Yes. I'm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I knew it was Plies because Plies does that aggressive, like, quiet yell. Like, put a cold me on and I'll rub your fat toes. I knew it was Plies. It's the fucking remix to Usher's Hey Daddy. Oh my God. Oh my God, I'm listening to that when I get in the car. You're welcome, everybody. Like I said, I rub my man fat toes because he had a long ass day. Go ahead, Usher. See, in the song, it's called Hey Daddy. If you don't represent, bitch, okay? The fuck? I don't even care. Who care? Huh, anyway, oh Brandy, I'm gonna send you the song so you can think about it later. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, I knew it was plies. Anyway, the fuck. All right. So, Brandy put this question in our little chat chat. Did I? What yes. I oh, <laughs> do the right people at the wrong time deserve a second chance? Yeah. Um. Is that your answer? After I yes. said, after I done told y'all my whole life okay yeah. see it's situational though no. maybe not <laughs> yeah it's situational i think it truly depends on what the fuck history y'all had going on if y'all just couldn't get it together in the moment because y'all were in different spaces i definitely think it could work but if it's because buddy cheated on you six times get the fuck on don't don't holler at me in 2022 because it ain't gonna be here yeah. but if it's like oh we both just wasn't in a space for a relationship like we tried like you know, maybe down the road. Hell yeah, player, bring that ass back. Bring it back, especially if you're doing better. The fuck? But See, I think it's situational. If you are not shit, nigga or girl, bye. My whole thing is like, once I get over you mentally, whether you did me wrong or not, like if we just weren't in that space, some kind of situations where like, it wasn't the right time for me because I had some growing up to do or some healing to do. But it's like, once I get over somebody, like mentally, it's just like, it's not the same anymore. So mm-hmm. it was like, even if you came back around, I don't know if I could be in that space with you again. 
That's fair. Brandy. That's that's when it comes to relationships, we are in the ghetto. Um over it. So my mind was thinking like, okay, right person, wrong time versus if it's the right person, do you make it the right time? Hmm. Um like I um just thinking like how busy I've become. Like, I could easily be like, I don't have time. Like, you're a great person, but I just don't have time. And it goes back to that whole, like, quality over quantity. For me, right now in my life, it's like, if I met the right person, I would try to find a way to make it the right time. Mm. Like, my time might be minimal. It might be like, hey, I'm just going to come over and we're going to have to lay down because sis (laughs) is tired. But, you know what I mean? Like, I'm next to you. I want to be in your body, like shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> y'all ain't never really liked somebody where it's just like you no, can't get any closer. Like, you don't remember when I said oh, that on the show? And I finally <laughs> found a meme that relates. It's like, it was. It says something like, um, being close to my man is not enough. I want to live in his skin. Ew, God. <laughs> That's such a foul, like, wording. When oh I really God. like somebody, I really want to be in your skin. Like, <laughs> I think I was saying, like, I was school, and I'm like, this ain't enough. Like, I'm on you. I can't go yeah. nowhere else. And I'm still like, I'm how can I get closer to you? I'm definitely the type that, like, I don't care what you're doing. If you're sitting there, like... At like on the couch or whatever, I will come sit on you a hundred percent. Like, yeah. yeah, I definitely will. Like, but for me, I think it's situational. <laughs> even if like how how like touchy feeling I am is situational. Because with my last person, I was like, ew, like don't touch me ever again. I'm tired of you looking at me. And then I think that's an indication. That if I don't want to touch you, I probably really yeah, don't I'm over like you. Yeah, I was like, over it. And then we like broke up. Probably like we I stayed in it way too long. We broke up like a year later, but I was not feeling it. But then like. I know I recognize it myself now like I will sit on you all day if I can I yeah. will go sit on you right now like you you texting hey let me get in here real quick let me get in here and cuddle up you can take your text and I'm gonna just lay on your chest and be up under you and then like it got to the point where I had to have his hand like right on my neck if it wasn't there I didn't feel like closed in or like safe like and I literally would take it and just be like thank you so much <laughs> Oh my god, it. I love it. I love <laughs> it so much. Like without it being there, I'm like, it's not enough and I don't feel good. Me and um me and Sally were talking about this on Twitter one day and I was saying how like I'd be offended if like my nigga ain't cuddling with me to the point where like I gotta tap you like, uh, bring your ass over here. Please come sit with me. <laughs> sit with me now or I'll come sit on you. Period. Like Period. I'm gonna come sit on you. Thank I'm you. definitely that type. If I really like you, I want to live in your skin. Ew, God! I hate the term. I hate the term. Did y'all see that meme where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> if we talk, I stalk, and it got like Joe Goldberg. Oh my God! I Yo, love Joe. Wait a I love Joe. Wait a minute. I just started it. I just started the show last night. It's amazing. All I'm going to say is I love him. Oh, my God. You're not supposed to love him, but I love him. I only got through the first episode. Damn, hurry up. So my friends was explaining to me, it was like, it's like, he's crazy, but it's like, you really can't be mad at dude because... He's make like he's getting the toxic people up out of there. Yes, right? no, and that's what I'm saying. You're not supposed to love him, but you love him because he really is trying to be like he's trying to make her, their life better. 
But I'm like mad he's that they fucking it up. Nails on his and earrings on his man. I saw it. Oh my god, that was the meme. <laughs> was like, well, yes, yes, what? he had his hand up here. He had a gold fucking hoop in, <laughs> and the bitch had long silver nails, and he had his hand propped up. Like shout bitch. out to the internet. Oh my god, I fucking love the internet so much. Oh my god! But yeah, my friend was like, "It's almost like the movie Saw. Like, no. he don't kill you, but he gonna put you in a fucked up situation. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can either die or cut your foot out, cut your foot off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know because I would. I don't know because Buddy be killing people for real. Like, he don't. He low key don't give up. Nah, not Buddy for real. But First can we buddy. talk about? Can we talk about? Damn, Cam, I can't because you have white. Yes, you can. Can I? Yes, the fuck you can. Go the fuck on. Yes, you can. All I'm saying is... You know we about to do this biracial show anyway. All I'm saying is, if you not going to have no blinds or no curtains, bitch, look out your window. That's what, I don't understand how she... First of all, you can see. You can fucking see people in the street looking at you. I don't give a fuck. You can see somebody looking at you. I know you can. She I know you fucking can. She never looked out her window... I pull my I'm shower curtain all the way back. Oh my god! Every time I get in the shower, like you wait. don't see this man's shadow. Wait, you don't hear wait. the water hitting the tub. It's hitting a body. It's not hitting. Like, come on, man. Did y'all see the meme of when you get in the shower, shut your eyes, and all the demons look behind him? You shut your eyes to rinse your hair out. You're like, oh my god, he gonna put a hand on my back. Ain't nobody in here, Benji. Like, are you serious, bro? You just gonna keep walking down this this alley, down these dark steps with That's this what person? I'm saying. A, like, lot of, a lot of it is like movie stage. Like, you would have fucking seen it. You would have fucking seen it. My thing is, even if I got blinds. <laughs> I be so paranoid that like when I'm walking in the hallway, I'm peeking this to see if somebody's standing in my driveway. (laughs) You never know. (laughs) You never know. You never know if Joe Goldberg's going to be on your street or not. So take a peek. Oh my but god! Yeah. No, it's good though. Like it surprisingly watch was good. Another episode tonight. Yeah, Man. it was surprisingly was good. But like the way the first in- season ended, I was pissed. It was He's stupid. really crazy. But I couldn't like, believe his care for the little boy. Like the way he cares for that little yeah. boy and kind of he might kill him in a few more episodes. I don't know, but let's <laughs> <laughs> say you never know with Joe. He might fuck you up. That could be your nigga. He gonna fuck you up. Uh, but nah, I really feel like um, where am I, Joe? At because I got a couple <laughs> niggas you can off. And he really like. <laughs> The way he talks to himself in his head, he's like, well, okay, she's look. really not your friend. And- <laughs> no, I want you to look. Look, I want to read y'all this text I got the other day. from, And it just was a Joe Goldberg meme after it. Okay, so I was talking to somebody and I said, um, damn it, I've got to bring it up now. While you're looking for that, it was another one that said... If a nigga really wants you, he gonna apply pressure and it got it Joe. got Joe, don't it? I knew it did. Oh my god, I knew it did. Okay, so y'all can see this, but they can't. But look at this. All you see is Joe, right? So my text said, "I do. Um, I want the best for you. I got your back, boo." And it has Joe. It has Joe, and it says, "Oh, you said you want the best for me. You're not like the others. Your name is Kim. Mysterious yet beautiful. You intrigue me, Kim." Maybe you're the one who truly understands me. I have to find out more. And I was like, I'm fucking done with this show. The fact that y'all are inserting this man's memes and coming up with y'all's own like, oh, I see this about you. I need to find out more. You're going to start killing off folks. And I'm going to just think that they don't fell off, got into a random ass accident. I got time. My God. It just makes you not even want to be nice to people. Right? She was literally just polite. I know. But I mean, she also, ooh, just wait. She got some, some shit she ain't dealt with for real. 
But yeah. I, I literally like, yeah. I love Joe, but like, you're not supposed to, but I love him. I see. I mean, he's not a bad looking guy. I think he he cute. When they showed like what he looked like for real with his hair growing out and shit. Okay, he's Joe. seemingly like really nice. Besides yeah. the fact that he's killing people and right. If you take her, out the killer right. shit, there it is. Yeah. Anyway, so back to the question. <laughs> like Kim said, it's situational, depending yeah. on how the relationship was. You know, if you have a very forgiving spirit, maybe you give him a second chance. But if you a nigga like me, one and done. No. Oh yeah, it's it's situational so. for me. I think if we ain't do nothing to each other, we ain't cheat on each other. It just wasn't the time. I would reconsider. But if you cheated on me, bitch, get the fuck on. Yeah. Don't even look at me. You look at me as fifty dollars a look. You got two eyes. It's a hundred dollars. Run it, <laughs> run it. You look away. Look back up. Run me my two hundred. Don't. And if you text me, it's a thousand dollars a letter. Oh my god. Bye. <laughs> fuck. Get the fuck on. <laughs> Get the fuck on. All right. So I want to read this tweet, and it says. Don't invalidate people's struggles because you've been through worse. If someone is tired after working five hours and you work seven, it doesn't mean that they're not allowed to be tired. It doesn't mean they can't feel what they're feeling just because you had it worse. And when I say this has been in my phone for like months and I couldn't wait to talk about this. Girl. Because it reminded me of the episode of The Read and I can't remember if I touched on this or not. But... Kid Fury was just talking about how, like, you know, sometimes you're going through something and people are always, like, you know, want to be, like, super positive patty. And it's, like, sometimes you don't want to hear that. Like, I know sometimes for me, when I'm coming to vent about something, it's not to look for a pity party. It's not me complaining or me being negative. It's like, I'm just the type of person where like when I'm going through something, I'm going to go to the closest person to me, the person that I go to for comfort. And I just want to vent about it so I can feel better and get off my chest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I hate when people be like, Oh, there's so many people who got it way worse than you were. I'm like, bitch, fuck you. Like that's a slap in my (laughs) face. Bitch, fuck you. Because it's like, Bitch, I didn't ask for that. No. I know it's people who on the street that don't got a home. I know it's people who got it way worse than me. I am not, you know, saying that other people don't fucking struggle. All I thought about was when Kim Kardashian <laughs> lost her earrings and Courtney was like, Kim, there's people that are dying. <laughs> she lost her diamond earrings <laughs> in the ocean. And she was like, Kim, there's literally people that are dying. But I hate people like that because yeah. it's like... I'm not saying that I'm not grateful for what I have. I am yeah. very appreciative. But you know what? Again, fuck you because <laughs> God knows my heart. Okay. Okay. And me and God talk about those things. He knows I'm appreciative of what I had. Yeah. But just because there are people who are poor and I got a roof over my head doesn't mean that I'm not allowed to recognize my struggles or talk about my fucking bad day. No, I agree. I've, I have a, I told you a little bit about this before the show, but I have a friend that to this day will like... I obviously work a lot, but I try not to complain about it or let it get me down, that type of thing. But I do, like, sometimes it takes me out physically and I'm, like, sick for a few days. I have to lay in bed. Like, I get dizzy Mm -hmm. spells if I just run too much. Happens to me, like, once every few months. But same person that has had had to take care of me during these busy spells will tell me, like, well, I just did this and I just did this. So, like, you're fine. No, the fuck I'm not, bitch. I'm in bed right now. Laid the fuck out. But thank you. But thank you for your concern, the fuck. But no, I mean, speaking of Sally, 
She always gets brought up on a show. She need to bring her ass to Columbus. Anyway, <laughs> her and I have talked about that because the same person has done that to her. Like literally mm. is just like Sally just came in from Cincinnati and like worked a shift before she got to Columbus and then has to work on people when she gets here. She'll sit down and be like, damn, I'm tired. And then I got this to do tomorrow. And that same person will be like, yeah, but I did this today. And then I have to do this tonight. And then I have all this stuff to do tomorrow. Da, 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 da. That's why, why are you invalidating? It's not a competition. That's what I'm saying. It's not a competition on who's all. more tired. Bitch, we both tired. And bitch, I could... I could do something <laughs> intense for an hour that's going to wear me out and it may not wear you out for seven hours. That doesn't mean I'm not fucking tired. And that doesn't mean I don't do a lot. Like if I've had a long week and then this specific day is what was the top of the fucking cake and it made me that tired after my long ass week, you can't go, oh, I did more than you in this day. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter, bitch. I'm tired. I need help. Give me a banana. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Give me a fucking juice packet. I'm tired and I need to sit down and I don't feel good kick rocks yeah. thank you next fuck it i have a family member that does that it's the most annoying shit in the world yeah. like he thinks because that whole entrepreneur thing because he's out doing whatever and i have a desk job that your day you just don't know what i go through in the run of a day first of all that's you a choice what I go through in the run of a day. just because i'm sitting down don't yeah, mean I ain't, my too. job ain't stressing me out like, no and it stresses you out mentally too and it sitting does. down all day can affect you physically yeah. like i just i just hate that and it's so fucking annoying and like like i said on the read he was saying like some people are super optimistic and i wish i could be that type of person where i'm just chipper all the fucking time no matter what's going on sometimes i am but like like I said, just because I'm venting about something, that means I'm comfortable and you're my person. That doesn't yeah. mean I'm trying to be negative and cry all fucking day and, oh, my life is so terrible. When I say my life is trash, I mean, there are trash things about my life, but I don't physically mean like, oh, my God, I hate my life. Right. It's a joke. Well, no, I agree with you when it is like that person you want to vent to because they are your peace and they bring you comfort and stuff like that. And they should mm -hmm. only offer like the emotional support we were talking about they should just offer that emotional support like damn i'm really sorry you're going through that mm -hmm. they can either tell you if they can or can't relate but it shouldn't right. be but you should probably stop talking about it no it's like damn i'm really sorry you're going through that like i'll send you a prayer like if you need anything in the meantime like mm -hmm. let me know it's as simple as that if you can't offer anything beyond that like yo if you need help or anything like let me know that sucks i can't imagine going through that yeah i know like me and my best friend will <clears throat> get on the phone and we'll sit and be like we'll talk about all the terrible shitty things that are going on right now but then afterwards we say something positive like yeah. but we'll be fine we'll yeah. get through it like yeah. that's all i re really fucking need or don't fucking say anything just let me vent yeah you know what i'm saying like people just fucking annoying i'll call my friend now and i'll be like can i vent she'll be like of course yeah <clears throat> i'm one of the people i've learned to just listen because i am kind of optimistic like i try to just give a positive thing mm -hmm. like i've learned to just listen to dario now because that's what she wants <laughs> that's, that's what she wants <laughs> that's what she wants so i'm just gonna be like okay if you need me for anything let me know yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. sometimes no, I, I don't want to be like oh it's gonna be okay like i know it's gonna be okay but goddamn i just want to <laughs> talk about how shitty she my day that. has been in the fucking moment i've been feeling bad though because have you ever had somebody just have a moment and you just don't like you just staring you yeah, stuck you like, like <laughs> you like damn i said um Actually, this meme the other day, it was Jocelyn Hernandez and one of the girls in that oh, show. Oh, my God. And the girl just started screaming, crying, and Jocelyn's looking like... Like, what do I do? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and that's me. It's just like, 
Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I did that to Maya the other day, but like in a text version, because like <laughs> I've been in like four different car accidents, so I, and this was her first, and I knew I gave her word for word what's gonna happen. They're gonna, you're gonna, car's gonna be taken to a shop. They're gonna want you to go to the hospital. They're gonna give you a muscle relaxer. They're gonna want you to go to physical therapy. They're gonna want you to take all the bitches' money. They might total your car. They might not. I know what the fuck they're gonna do. And she was just so flabbergasted. And she kept talking about it. And I was working, and I just eventually responded like six different times, like LOL, <laughs> or put like the uh, thumbs up emoji or the okay emoji. Oh my god. Yeah, I did. I did. Do I'm better. sorry, Maya, that's but ignorant. No, but that's what I do when I get exhausted in texts and like Maya, I love you, but like. <laughs> sometimes that be happening so i just be like lol or damn or oh <laughs> or like they called me out like three years ago it was like can we know when you don't give a fuck because you always go oh and i do i caught myself after that and i'm like oh <laughs> what do i say i don't know what to say so they're just be telling me shit damn. and i'm like oh damn. <laughs> yeah that's my my oh is everybody's damn i'm like oh. uh-huh. That's like, crazy. But I did wow. do that to her and I'm sorry. But like, I was dealing with my shit though too. Like, and I just, it was a lot. It was a lot at one time. So I just hit her with the okay emoji and then the thumbs up. And then I put LOL and then she just stopped replying. Cause I, I was weak it. when he said, when I say he got me, Kid Fury. He was like, sometimes it's okay for you to be like, damn friend, you want some chips? <laughs> <laughs> and that's enough. Chips. Like, <laughs> chips. Oh my God. Like sometimes that is enough. Really? You want some like, cheese? <laughs> can you want we some talk about the, the period meme that I sent y'all? Oh, oh my god! Please <laughs> wait because y'all know y'all know the um the period poo um little meme or whatever where they got like she had like a high bun in or something and she was on her phone and she had these long ass nails <laughs> why did my friend send it to the group chat and was like if this is not cam i don't walk around like that but it made me feel some type of way because i do always have a fucking bun in and my nails are always done <laughs> and when you catch me like i'm probably on my phone doing business and i was like this is fucked up like this is what my friends think of me i just walk around here like period the fuck like <laughs> I was like, wow, this is my life is a joke at this point. Y'all called me fucking Winnie the Pooh as period Pooh. My life is a joke. It's fine. It's fucking fine. My God. I I gotta do better with like my reactions to things. Nah, Man, but- I noticed that right before I start my menstrual, I'm always spazzing on somebody. Like literally. And the next day I'm like, oh shit. And I be wanting to text person like my bad. It was my period. See, I don't get that. I don't oh get. I don't get you like. You are lucky. I know. I literally walked in my house the other day, and there was a cup sitting on my counter, and I was ready <laughs> to go the fuck <laughs> off. And then, like I told y'all, I go through. I literally think I'm out, and I I don't understand why my brain doesn't correlate. Like, oh, your period's coming because I literally feel like I'm falling into some deep dark depression <laughs> every mm-hmm. 28 days. Like mm-hmm. life sucks i'm never going to get anywhere in life oh my god never going to do anything but just be right here in this apartment (laughs) (laughs) what pisses me off about mine is like i usually get mine my symptoms two weeks before so i feel like i'm going through it the whole fucking month it's probably one week out of the month where i'm just cool okay that's what i was i realized like maybe a solid 12 days where i'm normal yeah it's a real thing I it's talked to my doctor thing. about it. She was like, w- would you like some pills? <laughs> Do you want some chips? I'm like, is this what my life is? Like, I got to pop a pill to be happy. Yes. Like, you want some chips to regulate some my moods? No, I don't it's... get that. I feel like I, cause I naturally get in those like. But you know, it's probably because 
you you're not on are birth you control, on are birth control? You? no that's probably that's why. probably why but even when I was, I didn't. It was, you know, but somebody did tell me that it was, like, good because you was, you was, um, they tried to clown me about, like, my attitude or something when I was on birth control. And I was like, calm the fuck down. This is me. But that's my point. Like, I feel like I don't get that because I'm naturally kind of like that in the sense of, like, that's why I told you on 2020 I'm changing my outlook and I'm trying to be more positive about things. I'm naturally, like, everything fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. And I need to stop being that way. So, like, yeah. I wasn't that way a year ago. And then 2019 I became that way. I became such a, like, down looker. And before that, I was positive about everything. And then 2019 kicked me in my fucking ass mm. and made me negative. And now in 2020, I'm positive as fucking in. Yeah. So, like, that hasn't hit me yet, but I also haven't started my period yet in 2020. So, we will see. But I don't I don't get like that because I get like that kind of naturally. Like, I get down on myself naturally where I am. Like, motherfucker, I'm going to be in this apartment forever. No, I'm never going to get like... a house. I'm never going to get fucking married. I'm never going to have kids. I hate myself <laughs> so much. And then the next day, I'll be like, bitch, God got it. You good. <laughs> you good. You straight, sis. Calm it down. You got your own shit. You cool. You oh cooling. I and hate then, it. I, I hate it. I'll be feeling like one minute, I'm like, somebody just hit me right now. I think it's Run the Gemini aspect. Look that's at her face. What, that's what we're not going to do. Look at I'm her face. tired of the Gemini slander, okay? I'm just saying my mom a Gemini, and I'm just saying, y'all, it's like being a friend with my mom when she was young. <sighs> I swear to God, Daryl, I've never told you that, but you are like my mom in a good way. You are my mom. Like, it feels kind of dope to be, like, kicking it with my mom, like, when she was in her prime. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like... <laughs> She's anyway. like, I don't even know what to say. Look, she like, okay, fuck this Gemini shit. You know, I don't believe in Zodiacs, though. I, do. I don't. Okay. I don't because they're not biblical. But then I read them and I'm like, bitch, that's me. Yeah. That's fucking me. Like, every cancer thing I see, I'm like, yep, sensitive as fuck. I like, take emotional. shit like that so serious. I've been Googling how the retrograde, however you say it, is going to fucking affect me because it's coming during Gemini season this year. Have you downloaded, so my, I'm going to put a little plug in, A Nicole Beauty that does my nails. Alexis told me about um this app called CoStar and it's got like all that shit on there. You oh, should, you like should. Pattern. Yeah, you yeah. should get into it. You want me to send it to send you? Send it to me. Okay. Yeah, Girl, you would actually like don't it. Don't do it. You're going to be sitting in a corner somewhere crying. Oh, I'm going to send it to you. Right? All right. <laughs> Daryl, if I send this to you, I'm going to open up your text by accident, and then our brains are going to forget that we talked about a photo shoot, but I'm going to send it to you anyway. Okay. Hang on. How do you work iPhone? Yeah, I feel like life is hard. You It's just too much. Like, you, your childhood, your relationships, your zodiac sign. Your zodiac <laughs> sign. The planet's <laughs> fucking you up. Like, Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just too much shit and i just don't know how we survive like jesus at himself. this point it's so it's so fucking hard for me to be a mother because i'm so fucked up as a person i just be looking at <laughs> oh my, my kids like, <laughs> 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 we're gonna figure this out together because we got it babe i ain't got no answers for you <laughs> sorry to this this child i don't know what the fuck you want me to say baby but go eat your eggs man like it's it's rough it's rough it's okay. God got it. It's rough. Period, poo. That's why the fuck they call me that. Period, poo. <laughs> fuck. y'all be in the ghetto. Yes. Girl, 2019 was the ghetto for me. I'm not staying in the ghetto. I'm moving out. My, I'm moving out right now. Mm. Did we finish everything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless y'all got some other shit to... I know. I'm, I'm cooling. Like, all I gotta say is... uh. I'm about to start rapping soon, so my rapper name is gonna be Belize Dat. 
Um, she'll be here in July, twenty twenty. You so. about to start? Rapping? Fuck no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but my alter ego is Belize. I low key want to go to Belize for my 25th because for for Belize to come out and I'm in Belize, bitch. Oh my god, I would. Oh, I'd be lit in Belize as Belize is here. Belize is like like my alter ego, like my tipsy, like drunk, like <laughs> her name's Belize. So I want. I'm about to look at Groupon deals for Belize. I swear to God. But not. That's it. I'm just playing, y'all. I'm just bullshitting. Where, oh, I forgot this where Brandon gonna put the little tunes in. Little music in. Yeah, and okay, I like so I can y'all sound real expect smooth. that we are going to do a live Q and A. Yes. So get your questions together, please. Please. I told y'all this on my damn story. Like, stop <laughs> playing with us. Okay. <laughs> Participate. It's so funny. Send I us was questions. looking at that video. I was like, mm, I wouldn't listen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> She was like, stop playing with us. I was like, oh, oh. Well, that's a way to get people. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it all. <laughs> but no, um, be on the lookout for that, guys. Please prepare your questions. We're going to give y'all a solid hour of just questions for us. Yeah, to get us, get to know us personally. Yep. Utilize the email. Again, it's takecontrolpodcast at gmail.com. Gmail.com. And you'll see our faces more on Instagram. I'm going to try to remind the ladies until they actually do it. Because I know y'all tired of seeing me. Uh, and her slandering crazy. y'all for not playing with us. But I meant that in the nicest way. But y'all know how. If, y'all, if you listen to the show, you know my personality. Yeah, you already you know, know, know I'm mad aggressive. And <laughs> you already you know, know what the fuck going on. You know me. It's cool. So don't take it personal, baby. Anyway. If somebody sends you a text and you put a question mark on the text... That counts as a response, right? No, Brandy. Yeah. Let's have that discussion. No. If that I send you a text message, so no. explain yourself. If I send you a text <laughs> message and you just like it, that's what Maya did to me when I left. When I just kept putting LOL, she just hearted it, and I was like, "Nigga, that's not a response." Right, but the question mark implies that you're I don't confused, get it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's okay. the difference between you just sending a question mark? It's the same thing, right? No. Okay, I just want. I've had people like and just heart my shit, and I just never hear from them again. And I'm like, motherfucker, I I sent you a nice fucking message, and you just gonna put a like. Sometimes I, they should have never did that because that's your lazy way out of a conversation. Sometimes I just don't know what to say, so you just like it, and so I just like. I'm gonna start paying attention to what the fuck you like in our messages now. I do the same thing. Wow, I got to get better with leading with, "Hey, good morning, how are you." Like, usually my texts start with what I want. Yeah. When I oh, oh, my God. You I'm like, oh, by the way, good morning. But the only reason why is because I'm so scatterbrained. I got to do things while it's on my mind because yep. otherwise yes. I'll forget. I do that, too. You're just trying to get it out. So I find myself starting to text and, like, backspacing a whole bunch to put hey. good morning. Hey. So, uh, by the way, <laughs> yeah. I'm about to start looking at how the fuck y'all be texting now. I'm just socially. If you like something of mine and don't respond, I'm messaging you again within 30 minutes. Now, and saying, if I, I know say you saw okay, my fucking text. It means that like I just read it really quickly and I'm probably like doing something that I can't really look in your at the return. Text, but yeah. Hmm. No, it's not a response. But if you put the question mark, they should know you're confused and be like, "What are you confused about?" At least ask. What do you mean? Wow. Now I'm about to be in Brandy's phone looking like speak emoji. Uh, oh, speak emoji. L O L. It's time to go home. Yeah, it's late. <sighs> it's midnight. You're welcome. We do this for y'all. It's like I'm lying, <laughs> but it is late. It's damn near nine o'clock. 
Okay. We love y'all though. Thank you for listening. Yes, Comment, like, subscribe, so share it with your friends. Much yes. Share it with your friends, please. Comment, subscribe, rate, review. So yes. we can gain more visibility. Please share it with your mama, your cousins, your uncles, your sisters, your brother, yes. your side nigga, your main nigga, your best friend, your sister, everybody. <laughs> Tell them we said hello. We love y'all. Bye. We love you so much. Bye. Bye.